We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. One. What's good, everyone? Hello around the world. You are now tuned in to the Terrible Reception Radio Show. I'm just holding the Mandalorian. I'm kind of hyped about it. <laughs> so if anybody uh, is not watching on YouTube, that's what he was doing. He was pushing the Mandalorian yeah. forward and making some very dramatic music sounds. <laughs> I saw the trailer. It's a season two. It looks phenomenal. Baby Yoda still a baby? Baby still, still a baby. <laughs> if he was like a teenager, we were like, hey, bro, can I get out of this pod now? It was kind of like Groot. When Groot was like a baby Groot, and then the next movie, he's like a teenager yeah, with yeah, like yeah. hormones and shit. <laughs> They're both very, very adorable characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Terrible Reception Radio Show. Welcome, guys. This is episode 44 yeah. of the Terrible Reception Radio Show slash podcast. And as always, make sure to head over to YouTube, like, subscribe. Comment, thumbs up, everything. Oh. Fuck up that algorithm for us. Um, turn on the bell notification too, so you get a notification every time we drop a video. Mm-hmm. And also go to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating, leave a review, leave five stars. Tell us why you love us. Leave anyway. your leave your orphan child, and we'll take care of it. Leave your orphan child in a little basket, and we'll tell his sibling that he came from the stork oh my god (laughs) with that said we're your hosts (laughs) i am jay suarez aka jet plane jay on all social media platforms except for well i don't use snapchat anymore so and only fans jet plane no it was mr tummy giggles i thought you were gonna say oh no (laughs) well since last week (laughs) My identity has been compromised. Oh, my God. <clears throat> and to my left, well, to my right, to your left, is my hope. My, uh, could I call you my co-host? Yeah. It's We're like co-host, automatically right? co-host. Oh, okay. So we are co-hosts. It's not like I'm the host and he's my co-host yeah. or he's the host and I'm his co-host. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, it's just like my default co-host. Yeah. So it's kind of like Batman and Nightwing when Nightwing was like, fuck this sidekick shit. <laughs> I'm my own superhero. I'm my own superhero. <laughs> you know what was cool? Like, oh, by the name, by the way, I go by Parlay, aka Trap Jesus on Instagram. For those that don't know how to pronounce that name, it yeah. is Trap Jesus. It's not like Trapezy. Because some people are like, yo, I don't get your new name. Is it Trapezy? I'm like, break it down. Trapezus. Trapezus. <laughs> we need like a thunder sound. Here. I'm a Cock Xerox, aka Dick Copier Cock on OnlyFriends. I like that. And, uh, you know, OnlyFans. I like that. I like Check that. out my page. Um, yeah. Cox Xerox. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's going to be the intro to your porn videos. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Tune in every uh, Monday to our radio show on 98.5. Yeah. Steven, I know you don't love us anymore. You're a, you're 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 a star now. You th- yeah, you forgot about the little people. Yeah, he has his own podcast going on now. No, congratulations yeah. to you on your new podcast. Yes, sir. A lot of people have been um, delving deeper into their creative side uh, out of COVID. 
I applaud those people. I see some people, uh, you know, kind of jumping into the podcast realm. Some people are trying to get more into the camera bag. It's good stuff, man. It's good, good stuff. Did you, oh, speaking of algorithms, did you see The Social Dilemma on Netflix? Not yet. Uh, I've been hearing about it. Gotta watch it. It makes you feel like, what is it about? It's basically, um, like if I took out my phone right now and you took out your phone and we looked on each other's timelines, due to our interests, um, we live different lives. Mm-hmm. We have different outlooks, different realities. And the problem is that we live in a world that people had good intentions, as always, creating tools for us to connect. Uh, a lot of these uh, social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, everything below from MySpace and stuff like that has connected people from, you know, years ago, families, done great things, but it also created chaos. Because now, basically, the social dilemma explains that we are the product. They are selling us. Our time on your phone makes everybody else money. So the whole point Mm-hmm. Is to keep you scrolling. Mm-hmm. And once you like, you know, like you know something, but then the way somebody explains it makes you say, shit, mm-hmm. that's crazy. So there's a lot of people that have created these platforms or been part of even creating the, um, the appeal of why you keep checking your phone every time. See, Twitter just came up, right? It's, it's just keeping me in my phone. Every time there's a notification, money's going into somebody's pocket. And then we've just gotten to the point that it's there's no coming out of this. It's a spiral until humanity mm-hmm. hates each other or whatever. I'm saying like some people believe it's Trump's world. Other people believe it's Biden's world. Other people believe it's Cardi B's world. Everybody's <laughs> world. But it's just funny that, um you know. It just opens your eyes to a couple more things. And if you're already aware of it, it refreshes you of how fucking nuts it's gotten and why we're even in a predicament now of how the world is functioning and all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I definitely recommend it. Watch it on Netflix. Um, it's my type of shit. I like that. But yeah. It's on my list. Good, good, good. I might watch it this weekend. Yeah. I think you'll, uh, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, because I think on Saturday, it's going to be the first Saturday I'm not doing anything. Doesn't it feel good? Yeah. But but well, also like, be, like editing videos, but you get I'm lost with it too. Somewhere. You need yeah. more than a day mm-hmm. uh, to yourself sometimes. You need like two to three days to really get into the groove of knowing that you have nothing to do. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, now I can formulate something. Yeah. If not, you just spend your whole day zoning. Mm-hmm. Scrolling through your phone. Yeah. That's a social dilemma right there. It is a social dilemma. (laughs) And that's the thing. They just keep us with these little interests because they've learned our mentality. We are the lab rat. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, that has its pros and cons, obviously. But um, like you said, everything is made for good at first. And then it just spirals out of control at some point. It's crazy because now the computer just learns you better than you know yourself now mm-hmm. so it knows like what's going to trigger you it knows what colors you're attracted to it knows mm-hmm. what just keeps you there so it's like it's really like a you know what do they say 
you have to again i have to watch it you have to watch it but there's a lot of great lines in there saying there there's only um two things that are considered drugs in this world or something like that and one was substance and one or like i don't know they had a specific saying and it hit me really hard Mm -hmm. i guess you'll see it when you watch it but must have not been that hard it did i'm just like for me i'm the worst you know me with uh names and titles and words i'm fucking with you um (laughs) what was i gonna say i lost my train of thought i see happens to everybody oh when i was doing my my social media research a couple years back like i was looking trying to see like trying to study like people's habits how to get people to be more engaged on our page how to get people to click on certain things. Mm-hmm. One of the few things that I remember from the top of my head, at least around that time, they did a, um, I don't know if it was like a study or some kind of research. And um, the color blue apparently was a popular color. So if anything was colored blue, it had more likely a chance to be double clicked. Interesting. Or uh, liked on a page. Um, and that's where I learned the whole ratio thing where it's like, if you take a more real estate on a page, make sure you do the four by five on uh, Instagram. Yeah. That way it takes up more space rather than having the, what do they call it? The 19 by six, whatever it is. Five by seven. Six by 19. Oh yeah. Yeah. 16 by nine. 16 by nine. Um, Because you're more likely to stop on something that's a lot bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Height wise. Right. Yeah, Height wise. Because of how your phone is designed. Because yeah. um, first of all, it makes the image smaller. Right. 16 by 9 is kind of just like you don't get all the detail versus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's why when we do promo videos, I do the 4 to 5 that way. And another thing is the portraits. Uh, a person's face is more likely to be clicked on rather than anything else. Gotcha. You know, a full body. Well, obviously it depends on the photo or who it is that's looking at the photo. But they say that portraits are more appealing to people. So yeah. that's why when I do the promo videos, I try to zoom in on our faces a lot um and then do the four by five and that's why i split us down the middle and you know gotcha little methods to the madness yeah because it's another lifestyle of like different like conformities that we have to i guess appeal to Mm -hmm. or just you know stuff like that so what'll be more attractive to others basically yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and that's that's another thing that they touched on was just um how like how the algorithms can affect each other's lives because even it got to the point of like since my reality is different from your reality on the phone i might not come up on your page you might not come up on Mm -hmm. mine and then it's like we have these um anxieties because we're not getting triggered by likes Mm -hmm. like oh shit that person hates me now Mm -hmm. but it's like you're not even on the timeline right you know what i'm saying and i guess that there's a little bit of a correlation because it's like oh you're not liking enough of Jay Suarez's content, so I don't even come up on your it algorithm. Must be hating on me, it must hate me. It must hate me, and then then there's all this like tension. So I guess it happens in other things with politics, and mm-hmm. I could definitely see that happening. I was actually talking to Wesley about his video that we did together, and um, he was like, "Oh, I'm about to take it down and post it back up because it's not getting a lot of views or likes." So I was like, "At this point, bro, just." Fucking post that shit. Yeah. Because yeah. it's going to get to the point where you're going to care too much about the likes, too many, too, you're going to care too much about the views that it's just going to eat you alive. Yeah. They were I showing know. a chart of teenagers, especially the girls. And this is what also hit me was that <clears throat> the number of suicides from early 2000s to now have been raised by literally 150%. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is wild. Where did I hear this? 
I heard this saying once that always stuck with me. I forget where I heard it, but I wrote, I'm just going to say it was me that said it <laughs> just so I could take care of it. But they say that now that social media is around, it causes more anxiety and more depression because you used to go to school and maybe you get bullied at school. But as soon as that bell rings, you can go home and escape it. But now that people have ways to connect with you on social media platforms that the bullying could continue. Yeah. Even when from the safety of your own home, they said. Also, I don't. I don't know if I'm using the correct term. People are going to be yelling at me through the radios, but I think it's also called like something like social media dysphoria. Mm. I don't dysmorphia. know if, dysmorphia, Probably, yeah. where it's like people see themselves with filters, uh-huh. and now they they they're pushed to want to change their face. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely dysmorphia because I know a version of dysmorphia, body dysmorphia. Yeah, is when you think you look like this, but you really don't. Where yeah. it's like. You could be a twig and be like, oh, my God, I'm so fat. Yeah. Body dysmorphia. And that's a, that's another thing that I've learned even through photography is that I try to explain to a lot of people that you've been seeing yourself through this selfie camera, mm-hmm. through like a 24, 28 millimeter. And it's like you've learned to love yourself in uh, through a, an angle of a lens that's the least attractive. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you shoot people with like something that brings out their beauty they're like oh my god that's me i'm like yeah Mm -hmm. like you don't you didn't know you had the juice you know what i'm saying so it's like i think that again like you go into your phone it's almost setting you up to setting you up for failure yeah you know what it is it's almost like our camera gear you can't just buy the camera body and get up and go and start shooting it's like you gotta buy the batteries you gotta buy there's so many things waiting for you to buy Or like purchase. That is the same thing with this. It's like, oh, you know, am I really um, handsome? Am I really beautiful? Am I really this or that? And then it's like, now I need to get... These amount of likes says different. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, now I got to get work on my face. I got to... I got to get, um, what is those, like plastic pecs. Like, you know, everybody wants to change. Plastic pecs. You know what I'm saying? It's weird. It's weird. But I'm going to start a surgery company called Plastic Pecs. Yeah. Come get your titties done. Plastic, plastic pecs. <laughs> so that. <laughs> Come get your titties done at Plastic Pecs. We have 90% off our deals all year round. <laughs> that was a perfect job for that. I know, right? It's like, uh, what was that? Raceway Park. <laughs> Raceway Park. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, let me see. Before we spiral out of control, let's do a signal check. <laughs> Okay. Is it this one? It's the big one, yeah. Okay. Ladies, Ladies and gentlemen, and gentlemen, this is the next segment of the show called Signal Check. That was good. That was that good. Was nice. And I love that how that one like slowly fades out. Mm-hmm. So it's like you don't you even don't really have to, have to, to stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. I like it. Nice. Nice. So Signal Check for anybody that's new here is uh, us checking in with each other mental health-wise and health-wise in general. So how was your week, sir? My week. Very busy, very busy. I feel like I've spent... 90, per, 90 to 95% of the day on my phone, whether it's checking in with clients, finishing up work, uh, booking potential clients. Hmm. I literally seem like a busy week. Holy crap. It, it's for me, it starts at 10 in the morning and it doesn't stop till 12 at night, one in the morning. And I try to stop now at a reasonable hour because if I'm not rested or if I don't get on a good pattern, this whole shit goes to hell. But um, yeah, I mean, I've been um 
you know, kind of thinking like as as our company, uh, we're blessed, you know what I'm saying? Uh, even within the restrictions of COVID, we got some nice, um, you know, nice clientele coming through, nice projects. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, shit could be ten times worse. You know, you gotta you gotta have the uh, the positive outlook on it, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So I, I've been happy. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather be busy with all this shit rather than sitting in a corner saying, "Hey, wh- where's the next check coming from?" Mm-hmm. So I want to take a second to thank everybody that has referred us, us individually or as a company as a whole, to anybody that is looking for any kind of camera work whether video photography anything yeah even like photo edits music anything yeah, uh, yeah. anybody that's tagged us or passed our name to somebody else uh linked them to our website our instagram anything um without you guys we'd be out in the streets yes so thank you guys yeah word of mouth is amazing you know outside of social media all the complexes we just talked about word of mouth is still super super strong mm-hmm. I think it's even stronger to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, you could check out. I mean, I think the the social media, I think, is like a good one two punch. Yeah, yeah. It'll be the second punch. Like somebody will be like, Oh, these guys are dope. Okay, show me their stuff. And then boom, knock them out with the <laughs> you know, Instagram. You know what I love even more is we have the clients that they're like, Yeah, I was referred to you uh by such and such and uh, you know, like I want to know how much you were. And sometimes I hit them with the price. I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, have you even checked out the work? They're like, not really. I'm like, how are you going to hit me up? I'm like, go check out the website. Go check out. And that's when they come back. That's how we basically booked our last wedding. It was like, yo, we saw you're so good. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. Like, and that's what I was trying to let you know the first time. Around. That's where you're supposed to lead. You're exactly. Supposed to lead, yo, I checked out your shit. I love it. Boom, done. Mind you, like, you know, you're giving these people the websites. You're giving them all the links that you possibly can. Sometimes I feel people like look at their phone. They're looking at it, but they're not paying attention. They scroll and it's like, oh, tomorrow's another day. Yeah. So... So look out for who you book, guys. Yeah. There's so uh, many horror stories out there. Oh, bro. There's, uh, actually, Santi has been telling me that because they've been going to... Okay, so culturally, I found out that Egyptians like getting married within that, like their mid-20s okay. to late-20s. So it's like... You're uh, still young. It's like a thing. It's like mid to late-20s, you're all getting married. So it's like wedding after wedding after wedding after wedding. So I'm asking him, like, yo, how are you at a wedding every other fucking weekend? Yeah, yeah. So he's telling me that because his girlfriend, Marina, is like Egyptian, and she has a bunch of friends, and they're all getting married around this age. Wow. So he told me that there's literally this one photographer that has worked their last two or three weddings that they've been to. Mm. And this guy apparently is so bad at what he does that is like he's rude to the people around. Um, but they keep like, hiring him? Apparently, they're just passing him around like a little thotty. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I, granted, I've never seen his work, so I can't. Maybe his work speaks so crazy that, that it can like, like he crap can be on a people. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but I just find that funny. Um, let me see. So, on my end, uh, what did I do this week? I don't even know. I saw a lot of my bratty kids, my brats. I call them my brats. Even though they're not bratty at all. Um, Just trying to get into the flow of things. And I was just editing a couple videos. And I was, before we came on air, I was telling you that I was frustrated about the MacBook taking hours and hours and hours to export our uh, last episode. So, computers are interesting. It literally, 
I had it started at like 8.30 last night. It didn't finish until 5 o'clock this afternoon. Well, 6 o'clock this afternoon. We will find the solution. We've only so, had that laptop since... It's been like a year and a half. Yeah. It hasn't been two years yet, I don't think. No. Um, But other than that, like the, the rest of the week has been good. I'm almost done with the... By the way, shout out to that LUT that you told me about to put as the like the the first coat on yeah. the color correcting thing. Dude, I put that thing on everything. Are Anything that's like nicely lit, yeah. I put that on there and then maybe bump down the saturation that's a little it. bit and that's it. It's like beautiful colors. Shout out to Juan Malara. He's from Australia. He's a professional colorist and he just made the Komodo grade, which I tried the other day. Mm-hmm. I downloaded it. I purchased it off his site. And yeah, just another winner. It's mm-hmm. like, it's such a great basis, like just color wise to anything that you're doing. Cause he's matching it to the old Ari. Well, not the old Ari, just like Ari colors in general. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't know what Ari is, Ari is like, whether you guys are watching the movie Us or Avengers or any of the top name biggest movies, if, if it's not shot on red, it's shot on Ari. Ari's a lot, you know, it's like industry top notch standard. And uh, this guy was just taking the vibe the colors that you find in that camera and he's making it um available on other cameras that have similar specs on it so yeah man yeah he's really go dope at what he does so yeah shout out to him because that came in clutch because i'm like i laid out all this footage it's like i was having so much with this video i have like four and a half minutes of footage now this is the baby shower the baby shower so i was like chopping it up and at the end of it i was like fuck i still gotta color grade this thing it's gonna take forever i'm gonna go clip by clip Literally threw that LUT on there, and it was maybe like the nighttime shots didn't work for, which the nighttime shots I'd maybe just like. But you know what you can do? You just change the um, the white balance. Mm-hmm. So you put that, you throw that on, white balance it up, mm-hmm. boom. It was basically what I was doing. I was throwing that on there, and I think I was bumping up the exposure, mm-hmm. which brightened it up a little bit, and then I turned down the... I think it just cooled the, 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 the footage. Yeah, yeah. Like it was a little orangey. Too warm. Too warm. So I cooled it down a little bit. And um, so far, so good. I'm almost done with it. Like I literally four and a half minutes of footage. I've color graded in like half hour, 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Nah, it's the beauty of having, um, well, I found out that like Blackmagic Raw isn't full raw, but it's still like a compressed version of raw. So it's still so easy to work with. Mm-hmm. But once you see even the workflow, the red, to choose any ISO that you want, it's not mm-hmm. capped off at anything. They have like three different like modes that you can start off with. And then once you throw like that Juan Malera or even just start going in on your own color grade. Throw that JM on there. Oh, man. Throw that JM. <laughs> um, outside of that, um I'm trying to think like health wise how have I been? I've been good. No complaints. Mm. I've been running again. That's good. Trying to get my runs in um when I'm when I'm working out. <laughs> so I ran twice this week. Um what else? I've been eating like a motherfucker. Man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I heard about it last week. <laughs> I've been finding a pretty good balance. Like I've been eating carbs. I've been, you know, having my beer here and there. I have my ice cream here and there, um, but I've been balancing that out with like whenever I eat dinner, I'll try to fast sometimes. When I eat dinner, I keep that carbs to a minimum. 
if any at all. Like today I had like chicken and cauliflower rice. That's cute. Yeah. I feel like my beard comes with a personality. And once I start growing my beard out again, it's always like trouble. It's like I'm throwing like cigarette butt ashes in people's eyes. I'm like, give me another burger. You're going to be fat Thor soon. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I'll be like, you're going to like slam my door open. I'll be like, what do you want? Smash into the ground and go, another one. (laughs) That's how I feel. So tell us about your unhealthy binge this week. Oh, man. Unhealthy binge of the week. <laughs> we have. That's a new segment of the show for anybody that's new here. <laughs> so um, I hit up Jay today. Um, I don't know. Like, it's weird because I know he's still in the keto world and I'm out I've here. i tacos all the time. Yeah. I'm raging. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm keto. I would say moderately low carb. You're keto. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, I went to this place in Jersey City today. It is called Taqueria Marin. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly or if I just disrespected the whole Latin community, <laughs> but it would be disrespectful <laughs> right after you went. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I need that in the background. I'll be like, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So anyway, Carlos, Ricardo, Ricardo wants some tacos. I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? so um no i went in there um jay was like the first person to introduce me to el pastor tacos where i had this like i didn't know what it was like even if i ate it before al pastor it's not it's al al it's el al no on theirs it's el well that's a different kind of pastor my friend (laughs) you don't want him in your mouth (laughs) no he's like i just ate some pineapples (laughs) All right, anyway, so you <laughs> that, that was perfect. All right, we're getting good with these. All right. So um basically we went there and um I wouldn't say like I'm a chicken parm aficionado or a professional like my man's over here, even though I do eat a lot of it. Um I've kind of like started getting into the taco world a little bit more. And um I must say this hole in the wall in Jersey City in the Heights area was spectacular. One, they make the tortilla from scratch, uh, which changed the game. Like it took about like 15 to 20 minutes to have my tacos made. Mm. And you get four of them. It's just straight up tacos. It comes with like a green onion, mm. some type of, it looks like a an aloe or cactus. You get a piece of cactus or something <laughs> with it. You get some hot sauce, but this shit is so banging in flavor and fresh and packed. Like, I haven't had that since word to Josh. He took us to another hole in the wall in Cali near Venice Beach. That shit was, again, when when I say left a good taste in my mouth, man. That takes the whole El Pastor thing. To I know, a whole nother level. level. But that's what we're here for. Welcome to the Terrible Reception Radio Show. No, but honestly, this place was banging because, again, we've both had taqueria. It's like, it's good. But then when, like, Jay, I mean, we have this saying that, you know, sometimes you end up in more of the Caucasian area of uh, taco making. And this one was like, the authenticity mm-hmm was popping it was like an abuela in the back making it your tortillas yeah i saw the guy i don't know he looked like he has some mexican gang tattoos on his (laughs) wrist but i was like you make an excellent taco sir (laughs) and keep up your uh, good game and on top of it in the fridge they had it stacked 
with the uh, Mexican Coca-Colas, which makes me a very happy camper. So I had two today. Glass bottles. Glass bottles. Mm-hmm. I even have them in the kitchen right now as a, as a, a whole crate of them shits. <laughs> I have a whole crate of them shits. So I had tacos. And I know a lot of you, again, this shows, this goes to prove you have no clue about anybody's fucking life on social media because we had, um, Ange and I went to this quaint little Italian restaurant we were going to try, but it was disaster. It was a disaster. We got there. It looked pretty. It looked promising, but it was. Pictures look nice. Yeah. The pictures were nice, but it was the worst food we have. It was bland. Uh, Mosquitoes were there. Nice. Um, it's always fun. Yeah, I got but, chewed up by mosquitoes lately. Yeah, it was just one of those things where it looked nice. People are like, "Oh my god, it looks so good," and I just left them with hearts rather than ruining their lives and saying, "Hey, what's that called? Are we dropping the name?" <sighs> the Our waitress was really nice, and but I was like, "Oh, I'm so full." But it was called Corto in Jersey City. Corto. I'm putting you guys on blast. You have a beautiful environment. It looks like you can see the kitchen, like you can see the chefs cooking. And I asked them, what is the most banging stuff on your menu? They said the they said the rigatoni, and they said the angry chicken, and the pork shoulder. Rigatoni. The only thing that I had that was really, really on par and delicious was something I had similar in Italy. They bring out fresh bread toasted with ragotta on top, mm. and then they pour honey and put pink cracked peppercorn on it. Mm. I don't even like cheese like that, cold cheese. This was phenomenal. That, I, know, the, I know I've said this before, but I like how you say it, ricotta. Ricotta. <laughs> I learned how to say it, especially, you know, we both took Italian class in high school. So I try to keep a little bit of finesse when it comes to Italian still. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, anybody I know that's Italian, a lot of people are like regatta over here. They're like, ricotta. You're like, put some ricotta in the lasagna. But I'm like, ricotta. Lasagna. Ricotta. 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 Um, I didn't try anything interesting this week. No. I didn't go out to any restaurants this week, actually. I find that I save more. I know it sounds crazy, but here, like, because the Whole Foods is like, they don't have a lot of selection here, right? Me, I don't have transportation like that. So if I do spend money, I'm spending more money to get to my my shopping supermarket (laughs) than I do. But yeah, man, it's kind of crazy. But like, I find these little places and uh, Montclair is a great food spot for any foodie. And I just try to keep it local to like the non-expensive places, but that have good um, service, good quality food. The diner is popping. Mm-hmm. I went to the beach. The chicken palm. The chicken palm. But I had the house burger with two patties. Fresh french fries. Wait, you said what was? The beach? I went to the beach. Mm-hmm. And you know like how you got that swimmer's hunger? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I thought this was a place called the beach. No, no, no. Life's a beach. (laughs) You got damn right. (laughs) Did you notice, too, like how this Cali forest fire is creating this crazy-ass sun in our sky just because of the smoke? Like, I was driving. I know what you're talking about. I saw it the other day. I was going to pull over and take a picture of it, but I know iPhones don't do justice. It to never it. does. I've had the same conversation with everybody else. It's like as many times as you try to capture the phenomenon in front of you, it's, it looks like shit. And even mm-hmm. if you expose it correctly, it looks like shit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I had yeah, some I ramen exactly too. What you're talking about. I had some ramen this week. It was I. Right. 
They closed down my favorite place in the city. Please, if anybody knows where they replaced Ichiban Ramen House. Ichiban. It's one of the best fucking ramen. Where'd you have ramen? Um, I was in Hackensack. I went up to Hackensack. Fort Lee Paramus area. Mm-hmm. Kind of like where we were for the uh, no, com- I know exactly comedy what show. About. But I'm trying to think like, why would you go there for your ramen? Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's a predominantly like Asian a, community yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah, they, they they got it down, locked down over there. But whenever you get a chance, go to Palisades Park and go to Mama Chicken. Mama Chicken. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of places Jay Suarez checking out. Tell the rest of what's up. <laughs> One time I went or to or Don a, Chicken. Don Chicken has some bomb ass Korean fried chicken. I went to Jamaican Grill one time in Teaneck. And uh, I went there with my brother. And so for some reason, like, my brother, like, turns into, like, the whitest Jamaican guy you could ever imagine. And the the lady behind it's like the, borderline disrespectful. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's definitely out. borderline disrespectful. <laughs> but then, like, the lady behind the counter was, like, getting a kick out of it. And she was a big lady. And she she had the, the Jamaican accent. And she's <laughs> she's like, honey, you want some pudding? And he, and he didn't even get what she was saying. Ooh. He thought it was that? He thought he was actually waiting for dessert. Oh, hey. <laughs> so when you were talking about mama chicken, I was like, damn. No, yo. Bomb ass Korean fried chicken. Yeah. Have you ever had Korean fried chicken? Yes, I have. Mm. Mm. That's all I got to say. The only thing about Korean food, no offense to the Koreans out there, it's like the smell is so offensive sometimes. But then you taste something, you're like, all right, sorry. I think it's just... Well, yeah, they, they they cook with this thing. It's like a red bean type of thing. Yeah, that actually Amy's dad cooked me like well, not cooked me, but he cooked a soup that <laughs> Jay, he let, he let oh me try. Um, and the first thing he asked was, "Does it smell? Is it smelling?" Yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Absolutely not." I thought maybe yeah. the deliciousness overpowered the smell, yeah. but the the base of the soup, it's like a. It's like a type of bean that smells kind of funky, yeah, but yeah, yeah. they make this paste out of it that legit I could drink it. That's how much I like this thing. Yeah. It's frowned upon by Koreans, but <laughs> I, I think like, anybody I'll throw, drink, I'll throw that shit on a fucking sandwich if I have. <laughs> that was supposed to feed my gross. family. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> no, it's meant for you to like dip meat into it and okay. kind of season your meat. Not season it, but like if you're eating, let's say grilled steak or something you dip it into it it's like an extra flavor kind of like a condiment they use it so korean pork belly or bulgogi or like the things that americans have become accustomed to i'm a big fan of kimchi again it smells horrendous but health wise it's just like Mm -hmm. it's off the fucking chain like you know some uh some cultures that just date way back they got the medicine unlocked they got a, a lot of different regimes within their their health and stuff like that that you just can't negate so Shout out to the Koreans doing their thing. Koreans are like, I don't know. Like, I feel like Koreans in my my head are like um, a little innovative, kind of like the Japanese. Like, the Chinese started a lot of things, right? Because they go back, like, way back culturally. And then it's like, so do, like, you know, other cultures like J- Japan and, like, Korea. But, like, from the new school, the Koreans and the Japanese are always creating something super dope like fashion wise or like mm. music wise and stuff like that so i feel like you know i was trying to figure out where you were going with that no no, no that's what i'm saying i just i just feel like you know um sometimes we see other cultures like dominicans and uh puerto ricans right mm-hmm. they take the forefront a lot in like the music culture 
Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't, I don't like I do Columbians see, too. yeah, Colombians as well for sure. They got Jay Balvin and all that. So, um, yeah, but it's it, it's not like you always see like a, a Peruvian, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, like I'm I'm, I'm the biggest hip hop artist in the world. It's like no, like <laughs> sit down, you know. <laughs> Where's Bad Bunny? <laughs> it's like stick to making Lomo. I got you. All the Peruvians are gonna be mad or happy. Yo, I said that, but Lomo, I know Lomo's good. It is good. When I had Sorry. when every time I had Peruvian food, I wasn't making the connection. I was like, why do I like Peruvian food so much? I'm like, it's Hispanic, but it was it reminding me of? And I'm like, damn, Asian food. they do have a lot of Asian culture in there. Mm-hmm. It fucking blows my mind. There's this spot in Clifton called Jaimitos. If you ever go there. Jaimitos? Yes. It's a Peruvian Chinese fusion restaurant. They have this spicy green sauce. Again, I would drink this. Like legit, don't put beans on my shit. Just give me the white rice and that green sauce. It's like one of those sauces that are like, I haven't had it in a while. Maybe my tolerance is a lot better. But mm-hmm. when I first had it, I was like, this is so good. And I'll just like snot and tears are coming down my face. Jesus so good, I can't stop eating it. <laughs> From a culinary standpoint, if I had a time machine, I would love to be there for a lot of the mo- moments like in Jamaican culture or Peruvian culture where it's like, this is where the beef patty was made. And then it's like, you know, you have an Englishman like, hey, we brought some pastries. And like the Jamaican man's like, yeah, man, put some beef in there with some seasoning. And it's like, whoosh. Mm, I bought some pastries. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. <laughs> Is he touching himself when he brought he the said, pastries? Mm, I brought some pastries. <laughs> I don't know. You know, the English had to get a little freaky on the Quick island. question. I don't know if I've ever brought this before, but this thought, every time I cook chicken, this thought always comes into my mind. Okay. Who was the first person to eat a chicken and say, yo, we got to cook this. We can't eat it. We can't digest this thing. It's going to kill us. You know what it is? Because I think like, um, I think all humans have some type of sensitivity where, I mean, our sensitivities come probably come from survival, right? Mm-hmm. So like when, I, when I'm always talking about um, um, synesthesia, when I'm tryptophobia, right? I'm always thinking to myself, okay, that's like a mental thing of survival. So same thing is like you bite into something that you just know texturally is like super fleshy or I don't know, like... I think, it, um, again, man evolved, I think, once they were able to cook food because they were able to digest the meat easier. Because mm-hmm. we were able to eat the raw meat, but it wasn't... As, so, so you think at one point we were able to eat raw chicken? Yeah, and that's why I think we all have an appendix. Mm. Because the appendix was supposed to filter any diseases and stuff like that but then as we all know like after a while we can still get sick because our appendix overloads with certain things and but i think that's that's the connect it's evolution right there yeah yeah i'm not a doctor (laughs) but i know a couple so don't remove your appendix and think that you can eat raw chicken no you need your appendix to eat the raw chicken (laughs) if you don't then you're like more susceptible to uh i guess like your your appendix is the stop point of saying hey uh Where's your papers? Are you allowed in this body? And then it's like, you know, it's ice, it's ISIS. Can you imagine like somebody, there's like a, an assembly line of people, right? And there's one guy in the front cooking a chicken. Mm. He's like, okay, let me see. Let me give this one raw. And that person dies. Okay, next up, cook it a little longer. Oh, he died too. Next one up Damn. until it gets to the point. Okay, you got to cook it all the way through. Show no pink. And we'll be good. Mm. So I think about that very frequently. That's what goes on in my head when I'm not responding to text messages, guys. Oh, I like that too. <laughs> I was thinking about that too. I was like, 
I wasn't high. I was just driving. Those are high, like high thoughts. High thoughts. Yeah, yeah. In a sober mind. In a sober. Oh wow, that's a nice book title. Right. High thoughts of a sober mind. I wish I had more of those because we could make a sec, a whole section of that. I like that. A segment. I mean, I do definitely like that. But I was thinking too, like the first humans, right? That didn't really have an understanding or a booklet to life. I'm talking about like really. We're talking about primitive first humans looking up at the sky, looking at the clouds. They're like, is that solid? And it just moves. Can I get up there? You ever play a video game like Mario? Mm -hmm. And you're like looking at a section of the video game. You're like, how the fuck do I get there? (laughs) That's how I feel like humans were looking at the world. Mm. I don't know. You remember in Super Mario when you crash through the, what do you call those? Bricks? And you get to the top of the map? Yes. Run all the way across. Yes, yes, yes. I used to love doing that. Yeah. No, it's kind of like when Mario came to N64, it was like everybody wanted to know how to get to the cat uh to the castle in the cloud. And you basically had to beat the game mm-hmm. and then or there's like um uh what is that? The um uh the cannon or like one of the things that project you up there, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I always love that. But I had like I had the same experience. I don't know if anybody is a Star Wars fan, but or has an Xbox. But I was playing <coughs> Jedi Fallen. Mm-hmm. There's one of the levels that you go to, and there's just like it's a huge sleeping dragon on a mountain. And I had that same feeling, like how the fuck do I get there? Are you are you just putting it there for like a nice view of a landscape? Is it supposed to add to this level's atmosphere? Am I supposed to be there? And that's kind of like life in itself. I guess you like look at certain things in your life. You're like, looks at, you know, your potential uh, partner in your life. You're like, am I supposed to be there? Are you the dragon? (laughs) Should I wake you up right now? (laughs) So, you know. Interesting. Yeah. So I guess we could jump over to um, what's the wave. What's the wave. Here we go. This is the next segment of the show. This is the uh, makeshift sound that we have for what's the wave. Until we get a better sound. I know we need um we need more like beach surfer sounds. Yeah, word. So I mean, what's the wave is kind of very generic. It's like things that we're working on currently, what we have been working on, what we have plans to work on, or anything that's just in the uh the news lately. Um and I wanted to bring up that <laughs> That link that you sent me the other day. Please do. With the aliens Listen, flying over Patterson. I'm on both sides of the fence with this. I want to hear what you want to say. Um, so, okay, hold on. Let me set up a basis to this. So I wish I could change the lighting for this. <laughs> Be like, dum, dum, dum. Turn down the, the lamp or whatever. <laughs> um. So Richard sends me a link a couple days ago, mm-hmm. a couple nights ago. It was probably like at 1030 at night. I don't do this often. UFO sighted in New Jersey. So dun, dun, like, dun. Okay, whatever. I'll check this out. So I saw uh, a few footage, a few pieces of footage. Yes. A few pieces of footage by several people. And my first thought, was like, eh, anybody could just like, you know, throw this on uh you know, an editing program, throw an object into the sky. Always take that into consideration. Right. So that's my first thought. I was like, yeah, whatever. And it's like that dude that was recording, it was so fucking Jersey. He's like, yo, dead ass, something in the sky, bro. <laughs> Apparently this so took funny. place on Route 21, mm-hmm. New Jersey, which is very close to us. Um, 
what would you say Route 21 is close to? It, it stretches from, it starts in like the Clifton area and goes it goes to down Newark. towards Newark. It ends in Newark. It changes into McCarter Highway. Uh, and then it heads straight down to, was that 78? Yeah. To the airport. But um, there was yeah, three but, different people. Right. I was going to say my initial thought was anybody could just jump into a video editing software and be like, hey, let me throw this in the sky. Fuck everybody up. And then the next footage I saw was from somebody else. Then the next footage was from somebody else. I was like, hold on. This is getting a little too crazy now. So um, my initial thought of, hey, this could be could have been fabricated to this must be a very like intricate hoax of some kind. Like hey, maybe people could, uh, are connecting. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. All right. We can go back four or five episodes, right? When you make promo video for this, mm-hmm. I want you to cut to the scene of probably me talking from a past uh-huh. thing about, what did I say? Project Blue Beam. Mm-hmm. They were going to scare us with UFOs when they had nothing else in the bag. <laughs> Is it really scary, though? It's not really scary because you know why? <clears throat> because aliens do exist. And even... All of y'all that told me for sure it could easily be the Goodyear blimp. We know what a Goodyear blimp looks like, right? It looked nothing like a Goodyear blimp. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I mean, there's two sides to this, right? We could easily take... There's some people that are out there that like be like, you know, you praise Allah, you praise God, you you praise Christ, you praise all these people. But then you want to deny that there's something else out there. Me? I'm on the side that I feel like I'd be ignorant to not believe something else is out there. And Mm -hmm. if somebody has this thought that's been so strong or you've had many people that are like, oh, I've seen something and it doesn't move the way I watch other things move, like a helicopter, a plane and all that. To me, it could be easily something. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm just waiting for it. Mm -hmm. I want to see. I hope I see it in our lifetime. I want to. Mm -hmm. Because I'm tired of seeing it in movies. I want to see it in person. I would love to. No matter what the outcome, I just want to see it happen. And I feel like these times are just bringing it so much closer. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the case is, whether it's a UFO, whether it was the Goodyear mm-hmm. blimp. I never followed up with it. Maybe we should do some research on it. Yeah. Um, because I was looking on the Goodyear site. I was going to say, you speak on it while I see if I find anything. The Goodyear blimp. We all know what the Goodyear blimp is because we live very close to MetLife Stadium. And me, to fly the Goodyear blimp, it takes a certain amount of money. It's like millions, right? During COVID, why are they like flying the Goodyear blimp? And on top of it, I went on their website and they didn't mm. show anything on Jersey. Actually. So I was like, I don't know. That might just be like me. I love having a little bit of fantasy to believe in, which makes life more interesting. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I would love to know maybe there's other beautiful planets in our universe that are similar to Earth just waiting for us. Actually, now that I look at it and look at a Goodyear blimp. Um, they're similar? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my That was God. so funny, the Spanish lady. Yeah. Ay, Dios mío. Well, you know what? The, to me, too, right? It looks more like a Goodyear blimp there. Look, this is the photo I was looking at before. Gotcha. You can kind of see it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, I mean, that's the. uh, According to a couple of the articles that popped up first, they say Goodyear blimp mistaken for UFO in New Jersey sky. Because the thing is, too, right? We've had several articles whether people have overlooked it, denied it, whatever the case may be. This is the first year that on Forbes and New York Times they said 
This was the official release that UFOs do exist, right? Mm -hmm. First, they hit us with that. Then I was thinking, okay, these are some breadcrumbs being thrown at us that UFOs are here now, right? Those are definitely breadcrumbs. You know what I'm saying? So they're getting people ready for it or whatever. It kind of does look like a get your plump here. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing too, you know what I'm saying? I feel like the footage you sent me looked different, no? I mean, everybody had more flat. Everybody had a different perspective. And to me, the way Jay and I discuss like this sun being out, you know, you look at what you, you're seeing what you're seeing with your naked eye and then you're trying to record it with your phone. First of all, it always makes it look further. And the thing is, if people are so, you know, some people like people throw up other photos of other celebrities and people think it's their friends. Some people have no idea or pay any attention to detail. But if there's other people stopping on Route 21, right? To me, it's like, why would you not really recognize a blimp? Have you never seen a blimp before? We all know what the Goodyear blimp looks like. Mm -hmm. Why is there mad people stopping? Yeah, I would just look at a Goodyear blimp and keep it moving. Okay. So you're saying in person, it would look more like a blimp is what you're saying? Yeah, I'm saying you're seeing it's closer to your eyes. Right. We live in Jersey. Like, we live in New York. It takes a lot for Jersey heads and New Yorkers to turn their head. You know, even if like not, even, on, the, not on the highway. <laughs> yeah, but even on the highway, like to stop traffic, to me, I'm like, first of all, people are putting other people in danger, which is not uncommon. But mm-hmm. at the same time, when we're looking up at something, mm-hmm. we should be able to easily identify the difference between something that moves slowly like a blimp or something that like I don't know. It's a, it's a little iffy to me. Even if it's if, even if it's uh some new technology from um, Elon Musk, who knows? But things move differently, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like knowing. Like I, we watch Avengers, right? Mm-hmm. We watch Avengers. We watch Independence Day and this and that. You don't think movies are like making you have the slight idea that something else exists? Mm-hmm. Like we love technology. We love fantasy. We love video games. Like. Where do you think these beautiful creations come from? Even if it's in, in our mind, it's, it's, it's part of us. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's interesting. But yeah. So, UFO or no UFO? I can't unsee the blimp now. I know. <laughs> no, I mean, I had some people um, comment on my post. I stopped, like, replying to a lot of things because some people, like, nobody knows the truth. I don't know the truth. It could be a good year blimp. It could be not a good year blimp. But some people want to stay like they know all the facts in the world. I saw a couple people people that actually, some people like it was a good year blimp, and they feel like they're they're making um, a mockery of you, or they feel like yeah, you're so stupid the way they post it, right? Like so I'm my, like my cousin's cousin's friend's brother's sister works for Goodyear, and yeah, he and I'm was like, flying that blimp, and I'm like that's cool, that's cool. You don't have to come off like a jerk off. <laughs> but at the same time, I have other people that say hey. I live closer to Bayonne or this, that, and third, and I was looking up, and to me, I saw a Goodyear blimp. So I said, you know, to me, that's a kind of response that's, like, more accurate response. It's not even about kindness. It's just a more accurate response mm-hmm. than somebody just saying, it's a Goodyear blimp because CNN told me. <laughs> it's like, I read in the New York Times that it was a Goodyear blimp. Yeah, it's like, what else did you read? <laughs> Pedophilia is not real, right? <laughs> Welcome to 2020. <laughs> okay. Spooky season's around the corner, guys. <laughs> okay. 
Oh boy! So that was the mess that was going on in Jersey a couple of days ago. Yeah, but it's like that that monkey see monkey do type of business. It's like you see a bunch of people pulled over. Let me pull, pull over, over too. too yeah. Fuck that! I'm driving. I'm getting where to where I have to be and probably read on the news about it later. We live in the world of 2020, where Mars attacks is not too far from a, a reality. <laughs> Mars attack was a fucking wild movie. It was. It was. What would you think? If aliens came down, do you see them being more destructive or are you seeing them being more peaceful? Probably peaceful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would hope so. Gotcha. That's originally how Mars Attack started, though, right? They were like, they were peaceful beings and then something went crazy in the meeting of the humans and the things. And then it got just, them triggered. It just got crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they, the humans accidentally killed someone, one of their people or something like that. And then it was just like, Pure chaos it was off. It was I got to rewatch that movie. I remember one of those movies that was just like ahead of its time, craziness and just like production value. Oh yeah, it was wild. It was like Pierce Bronson was like his head was attached to like a dog or some shit like that at yeah. one point. Or one of the characters' was head is attached. To, it was crazy. It's when you don't give enough applause to somebody that's killing on Instagram and then they become famous. I'm like I always believed in you. <laughs> That's Mars Attacks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, for the record, when you were talking about people in your DMs, for anybody that's watching this or listening to this, if you send me more than two lines, maybe three, I am probably not going to read it. I send J10 all the time. He ignores me. <laughs> you never send me 10. Oh, I send you mad shit. I'll be oh, like, Jay, I... the sun's out. And uh, did you contact that client from yesterday? And, no, uh... that's different. That's... <laughs> said you could be possibly saying something important. Once it starts saying, I was reading on CNN that this, this. I was like, nope, I'm checking out. <laughs> I saw that you just posted only flans. Send only me your links. Yes. I like that. Yes. My favorite meme of the week. I had a decision today for dessert. I've been on a crazy dessert kick as well. It doesn't help anything, right? I've been eating a lot of ice cream sandwiches. Oh, my God. Talk about ice cream. So nostalgic. I'm like at the Froyo place, like under the machine, like, like, sir, please don't do that. (laughs) You're not allowed to do that, sir. Put your mask back on. (laughs) I'm like, you shut up. (laughs) If you're going to do that, take your mask off. It's just sliding on your face, sir. (laughs) Uh, I said, you you can't tell me what I love. For the record, I was trying. You remember those strawberry, <laughs> strawberry shortcake bars? Yes, I used to get at the ice cream. Good uh, humor. I think it's good humor because they also make the almond one and the chocolate one. Those. Yes. I went into Quick Check the other day to get an ice cream sandwich. They didn't have any ice cream sandwiches. They only so. had cocaine and heroin. <laughs> so I put them together and made my own ice cream sandwich. Hey. <laughs> so uh, the next best thing, I was like. I can't have anything with penis because I was with Amy. I don't want to trigger her. And um, so, but the next best thing, I was like, hey, I like strawberry shortcake ice cream. Why not? This is for my childhood. And I tried it. It's not as good as it was back then. What if like your girlfriend had like a peanut allergy and then like some weird movie, right? You like open the door and your girl is there. And then like Mr. Peanut turns to the side and you're like, how could you do this to me? You're allergic to him. (laughs) He's like, has the monocle like it's not what it looks like jumps out the window <laughs> and then he breaks and then the like little peanuts come out oh no oh my god wow how did we get here i don't know oh by the way so i had a choice between flan and tiramisu oh, okay. <laughs> no nah, i'm just gonna leave it at that flan and tiramisu what would you choose 
you know what I, I i was looking dead at like the like the service lady's eyes i'm like is your flan hard or is it like a little wobbly <laughs> she's like Shit. she's like it's soft i'm like i like it firm <laughs> depends on you're into sir and she's like do you want i'm like no and then like she turns away she's like you want anything else i'm like what's that she's like tiramisu i'm like, tiramisu. I'm like i'll take the tiramisu put it on top of the flan right now so it's hard and wiggly <laughs> you know what's funny i go into this voice and do you order your flan like that? Maybe. Is it nice and firm or is it wiggly? <laughs> I was like, when you slap it, does it come back? <laughs> How many times does it jiggle, sir? I basically like sound like Batman on a vacation. I'm like, yeah, make me uh make me another cocktail. Stunt. <laughs> I actually put Batman as my Waze voice. He's like, oh, take a ride. So and then like when yeah, there's an accident in front of you, he's like, this reminds me of Gotham. <laughs> that damn Joker <laughs> strikes again. It's either that or you could choose the Riddler. Nah. I would choose Batman. Yeah, yeah. Or the Joker. He's like, are we going to take a left? Are we going to take a right? <laughs> and you're like, fuck, I just got in an accident. He'll give you a riddle to figure out where you're going. If you're not taking a left, I guess you're taking a... <laughs> Am I right? Fucking Riddler. Fucking Riddler. Never choose the Riddler on Waze Never, apps. Ever, Wave ever. apps. I would choose no. Joker if it was voiced by... Uh, what's his face? Uh, old school Luke. What's his name? Oh, uh, why was that like Marlon Brando? <laughs> That's who the fuck the Joker was. With his mustache. Fucking Marlon Brando. Oh, who's the other guy that I sent you the other day that was doing uh, WAP? The white guy? What's his name with the voice? Oh, uh... He's like, your pussy! <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're making macaroni noises with what your pussy! fucking name? Hold on. Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey. Anybody like... He sounds so fucking annoyed. <laughs> He's like, use your nose like a credit card. <laughs> I can't <laughs> that voice. He's so good. <coughs> oh, my God. There's so many great voices out there in this world. Hurts my throat. What's the one... But we're talking about Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Because Mark Hamill... See, that's one of the names I know just because Star Wars, but... Mm-hmm. uh Yeah. I don't know. It fucks me up that like Luke is also also the Joker. Mm-hmm. It's like ah, uh, damn it! I was always thinking about Mark Hamill. He looked like a nice young, you know, kid. Then Hollywood got to him, and he's like, "Where's the drugs?" <laughs> he's definitely done a lot of drugs. He's done so many drugs. You can see it in like the fucking like so many drugs. The so darkness drugs. of his eyes. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what. Um, Playing the Joker for the last, what, 20, 25 years. You got to enter a zone to play the Joker. <clears throat> yeah, man. But uh, what other voices would you want? Like, I'm just going to start naming names because I forget. I'm like, what other voices do you want Joe Pesci to do? What's the one we were just saying? Who's the guy? Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey. Like, if Gilbert Godfrey or... Who's um who's who's the um the white lady that like all like celebrities are cool with Betty White? Betty White. If you had Gilbert Godfrey or Betty White to narrate your your life in a cinematic film, who's watching it? The, the, everybody. Really this is this is an executive decision. Like uh-huh. you couldn't get anybody else. So it's Gilbert for, Godfrey. For shock value. I would do Gilbert Godfrey. Okay. If I actually want somebody to sit through it, it's definitely Betty White. Okay. 
if I want the shock value of people walking out of the theater before the movie like even gets started. So was the time when Jay went keto. It was January 31st. <laughs> I didn't do that without hurting my throat. <clears throat> I love Gilbert Gottfried though. Gilbert Gottfried was the parrot in Aladdin back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who who's the parrot this time? I don't know somebody, but it wasn't as good. I didn't watch the movie. Yeah. Aladdin was like, I always forget all the Disney movies or musicals. I hate musicals. People are going to hate me for saying that. I fucking hate musicals. They make me queasy. Hmm. It's not a hot take at all. I'm not a big fan of musicals. Selective. Yeah. There. I enjoy more movies without music. Okay. Numbers. Yeah, I hate when like out of nowhere you're like, I'm really enjoying this movie. It's like, hey, do you feel Under better? The sea. Yeah, and I'm like, Under uh. The sea. I was watching Little Mermaid for the first time in a long time the other day. Oh. Mm-hmm. What took you there? What took me there? Yeah. My nephew. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, how's a grown man? Like, you know what? Uh, striptease. Oh, let, Little Mermaid. <laughs> let me watch. Uh, is either OnlyFans or a 16-year-old girl being coaxed by a white man to marry him. With shells on her. On her hoo-hahs. Oh, my God. Hmm. Anyway. Um, are we done with what's the wave? I hope so. Okay, <laughs> do we have any gallery artists for the week? Um, I've been so busy that I haven't been able to like think of anybody that to shout out. Let me see. Let me see. Um, Bluetooth. I really don't. Oh, actually, I do. Let me play this. So, do you know? Do you know? Um. You remember Derek that owns the green room? Shout out to Derek that owns the green room. Mm-hmm. I was walking. Never met him in person. Yeah, I was, at, I was walking with Ange, and this car just pulls up. And they're like, this girl, she's like, hey, guys, I hope I'm not, like, scaring you. But I love your guys' look. Like, I would like to shoot you guys. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. Like, I'm like, you're a photographer? She's like, yeah. So, um. Not to throw you off on your story, but tell me if you get this Dropbox link. Okay. Yes. Dropbox links acquired. Okay. We could continue. So we could play that next. All right, cool, cool, cool. I just hope it's not connected. Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, so, um. So she was like, yeah, I really like your look. She, um, you know, she has this like really cool hipster vibe about her. And her name is Natalia Fries. She's the sister to Derek and I just found out yesterday. And she's a New Jersey photographer that's killing it out here for like weddings and portraits. Look at it. Look at it. Natalia Fries. Natalia Fries. I don't know. She's dope with it, man. Like she's got like that very Pinterest. Oh, I think I was on the... Benetton page the other day. I Hipster mean, on the look. photography page, and I stumbled across her page. Yeah, yeah. She's cool with it. She's really nice. Um, she's trying to plan a shoot Looks with pleasant. us. Pleasant. Yeah, she's nice. It's Natalia Fries. She's the sister to Derek from the Green Room. Natalia a, Fries, you look pleasant. It's a very small world. Oh, two men. I've always wanted to work <laughs> a gay wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I got gay wedding and Indian wedding on the top of my list. Please, any Indian people. We just got a red. We can make your wedding look. Super colorful and pleasant and joyful, like it probably already is, but we're just emphasizing so, it. Indian people. Well, <sighs> if you're listening to this and know any Indian people, please refer us. Or if you know a gay couple that's getting married, please refer us. We've done two Muslim weddings this year. 
Yes, I would like that. I hear it's a lot of fun. This is a dope ass shot. I know. She's dope with it. She's really cool. She is dope with she it. She said she was testing out the Canon R5 this week. She rented it. She likes it a lot. And she was just trying to get all these people she wanted to work with. And um, yeah, I was like, hey, we do weddings as well. I really like your uh, type of work. And she's like, yeah, I'll Yo, help you out. You guys female photographer on that's not. Deck. That's no, no offense to Jerry. I still got you. I'm just saying if, mm-hmm. if you're busy because you're killing the game, mm-hmm. Talia mm-hmm. Fries jumps in. Natalia Fries. I, I think like she's name. a yeah, Is that she, her actual last name? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe it's Natalia, but I don't know about the fries part. Maybe she just, just pronounced fries. Freeze. Freeze. I'll take it. Okay. I would just tell everybody my last name is Fries. But shout out to you. Uh, Natalia Waja. Excuse me if I'm mispronouncing that. But I like Natalia Fries. Roll with Natalia Fries, please. Yeah. Natalia Fries is dope. Um, I would say she's she's an artist in her own. You don't have any dick pics on here, right? Well, I don't know. On the, you're connected? I hope so. <laughs> you're connected to the Bluetooth. Yes. Not to your dick pics. Oh, I thought you want instant dick pics. No, no, no. <laughs> Number one rule, don't slide left or right. Just go into where you're supposed to go. Oh, man. Uh, it's not going to pop up, of course. My name is Popov. My name is Popov. All right, you can continue talking about whatever. It's not opening? It is not opening. This is crazy. What's the name of this Bluetooth thing? Mm. It's just a Procaster, right? Procaster. <laughs> a Procrastinator. I keep saying it in my head. I was like, it's not Procaster. Stop saying it. And I still say it. Procaster. Just say like the Rode. The Rode Pro. What is the Shield? What do you have in here called Shield? It's the Rodecaster. Pro. Rodecaster Pros. I think we were just trying to fill all these names together. <clears throat> Where it's like, it's the road per there. Richard's iMac. Oh, look at Steven with a picture of Steven in the background, I think. <laughs> I'm going through my pictures. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know why this is. Uh, sorry for anybody that's listening, but I'm trying to open this link that someone sent me the other day. I'll just play it on here. Fuck it. If it decides to play. Sorry, guys. So this guy that I know I went to high school with, his name is Sagar. Sagar? Sagar. S-A-G-A-R. I went to high school with him. We lost connection for a while. And then we reconnected recently because he produces music. And uh, he's been working on his stuff and he keeps sending me things. And I keep checking them out, and it's getting better and better, man. And I love this collaboration he did with somebody else. I was like, yo, can you finish this and send it to us? This will be a dope-ass vibe. I'm going to let it rock all the way to the end, because I love the drop at the end. Girl. I don't even know. Melody's already rocking. That's fire. I feel like I should be wearing a Hawaiian shirt. I don't even know. Just let me lift your little skirt. We can ride. Mm -hmm. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Wait for the breakdown. That's fire. You gotta wait for the second drop. (laughs) 
That's fire. Here we go, here we go. Uh. Here we go. Uh. That's a groove, man. That's mm-hmm. definitely a groove. It's mad different, too. That shit's dope. It's a little bit of tropical. It's a little yeah. bit of house. Especially people talking. He's calling it tropical house. But uh, shout Trop out to house. Sagar, man. He's been doing his thing lately. He sends me shit all the time. And I told him, too. I was like, yo, just send it to us if you finish that. I think it was that one and this other one. He sent me another one. Yeah, I, I could definitely hear. Melodies I hope it's okay that. that we're posting these. I mean, that we're showing these. But uh, this is the other one. He's shout out, shout out, shout out to. Hey, I just wanna have tiramisu, 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 tiramisu. Wait, you never told me which one you picked. The tiramisu or the flan? Find out next week when you tune into the show. Find out next week. I'm not that interesting. No. <laughs> I got tiramisu. Okay. I ate half of it. I have half of it waiting in the fridge. To answer your question, the old me would have said flan. Mm-hmm. But I noticed the eggy texture and taste of flan after a while kind of makes me nauseous. It does. So I would go with the tiramisu. Yeah. If it's a good tiramisu. Because you can go sideways with a bad tiramisu. Sideways of a bad tiramisu. That sounds like a new saying. <laughs> I went sideways of a badass little tiramisu the other day. <laughs> I met this little tiramisu the other day. Shit went sideways. Mm. On the bottom it has syrup with lady fingers. Not in a good way. Ugh. But uh, let me see. Um, yes, yeah, so shout out to <laughs> Natalia Fries and shout out to Sagar. Sagar. I'll post their names in this video somewhere. So if you're watching it on YouTube, you can go check them out. Hey. So, before we send this off, I wanted to also give a shout out to Joseph. Why did I say Joseph like that? Joseph Kim, who inquired with us about possibly laying down verses. And I want to apologize for taking so damn long for this, but we got super busy. No excuse. That was on us. Well, that was on me mostly. Um, But after we're done with this, we will be recording that. So maybe you guys can hear what we put down. He's uh, mentoring a kid at his church who's into music. So he reached out to me and I asked Rich if he's down. He said he's down. So we are going to lay down some rap verses, which we haven't done in quite some time. No offense to Joseph or anybody else with the nice name Kim, but did anybody in the Korean community ever say like, damn, maybe I should just call myself Mick. Just switch it up a little bit. That's a last name, right? Huh? It's a last name. I know it's a last name. It's a family name. So there must be the whole family in Korea. Yeah. There was a family in Korea that was named Kim. And then they just got passed down generation to generation. I know. That's a lot of Kims. A lot of Kims. Kim. 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 Pronounced Kim. Kim. And Park. Park. Park's a lot. Park. Lee. Mm. What else? That's all I'm going to say before I get disrespectful and fuck up all these names. But... Yeah, so that was episode 44, right? Yeah. Is that what I said? 44 of the Terrible Reception Radio Show. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, make sure to check us out on Power 
5 radio i think we're still being played on there monday wednesdays and saturdays at 9 a.m uh on tuesdays we drop the episodes on uh apple Podcasts, spotify and i try to do youtube as well on that day if not it's usually like a day or two later um depending on how my the uh, macbook wants to uh behave but uh head over to uh youtube like subscribe leave a leave a comment uh thumbs up bell notification all the bells and whistles fuck up that algorithm for us go to apple Podcasts, like uh leave a review leave a rating give us a five make us look cool and uh spotify just follow the podcast shout out to our uh, recent sponsors from south jersey they go by the name of perky packs you can get 90 percent off your plastic perky packs today and if you don't like them guess what you can't return them so we're gonna throw you in a body bag Ooh. On Tuesdays, we do half off, where you only get one peck. And, and I'm back all the way Tuesday. off. <laughs> all right. <laughs> what is that? Hold on. <clears throat> on Tuesdays, you get half a peck, half off, but my pants are all the way off. South Jersey perky <laughs> pecks. Oh, yeah. Right by the Long Branch Beach. <laughs> Find us on the boardwalk. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> oh, man. All right, that was anyway, a great episode. Yeah. I hope I'm you guys catch up with next season. Thanks so much. <laughs> um, we got uh, number 45 next week, and that's not Trump. So, hey, hey, hey. Shout out to uh, everybody listening, and uh, we wish you a good day. With that said, have a great weekend. Let's hit him with the intro and in the outro. Whoa, We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5.